Big Ray Hernandez. Jamie the Vet Williams. This is your Next Level Wrestling Review. Presented by Hameen Media and ChannelAttitude.com and hurt and I'm old and I'm fucking tired and I work with fucking children. Yowie wowie! Tell me when I'm telling lies! Good morning! Good evening, good afternoon, or good night, whenever you're listening to this. Whenever you're watching this live, well, not live, because if you're listening to this in the night, it's not going to be live. You know, anyway, speaking of live, um, my co-host looks like he's barely alive, but it's fine. We're going to wake this son of a bitch up. If you don't know who I am, well, ladies and gentlemen, I am the reporter of the people, the man with the plan, Big Ray, to say, to talk some Lucha Libre. Which is your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. But ladies and gentlemen, I am not alone. No, 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 no. I am not. It is not Brandon. No, Brandon is not here right now. It is not Jimmy T from the PWC. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not even this some jobber by the name of Ben Doer. No, nobody knows who that is. Ladies and gentlemen, this man owns 500 shares of TKO stock. Oh, yeah. Who am I talking about? He's a Rip Rogers guy. It's true. The vet. Vet, vet, vet. Rip, rip, rip Rogers guy. Ladies and gentlemen, he will buy and sell your ass. Oh, 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 you have no chance. No chance in hell, pal. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one. It is the only. Ladies and gentlemen, he will rip you apart like the Achilles tendons of Aaron Rodgers. It is the vet, Jamie Williams. Jamie, I know you're a Jets fan. How you doing there, buddy? So, ah. so low, low class. What? You know, the only thing that got ripped apart worse than Aaron Rodgers' Achilles is the New York Giants. So, all right. Well, let's, you know, that's just the law. I would it's like to just a, start off by saying that it's, it's that my second it. most hated team beat my first most hated team 40 to nothing, which, you know. What are you talking about? Who's your second most hated? Who's your second most hated team? This guy, this fucking guy. Do you even listen when I'm opening my mouth and talking? You no, should. I'm, I'm producing and I'm doing things at the same time. Really? This is what you call producer? Oh, yeah. You couldn't do it. <laughs> that, that, that. A, a monkey could do this job. No. A, monkey a nutless do monkey could do this job. No. No, he couldn't. Don't don't, don't piss me off, bro. You hit, you hit buttons on a board. That's not what I do. I produce music. I make graphics. I make sure this shit is running smoothly. And how do you do all that? With my brain. 
your brain tells your finger to push the button. Nope. There are no buttons. Oh, so you hand drew all the that that picture of you in the corner, that was me. You drew that. Of course. By hand. Of course. I went to the high school of art and design on 57th <laughs> Street and 2nd Avenue. Manhattan, so New York. Protractor out to make the head just the right. No protractor. Shape, Everything shape is freehand. Everything is no easy. Drafting for me. table, no T square. Shit. Nope. I'm an entity. I can think things into existence. What's going on with you? Help your fucking team. What's your team? Who's your team? The San Francisco Giants? Football? The San Francisco Football Giants. Hmm. Yeah, that's my team, baby. They're my my favorite. I'm just waiting for them to exist. You're forty. You're forty Nenas fan, right? He used to be. Ugh, fucking bunch of fucking queers. You can't say that. Fucking Joe Montana, Montana, and his fucking lover Steve Young. Was it Steve Young? Al Young, whatever his name is, Mighty Joe Young. That was a bad joke. That was a Jimmy T joke right there. Yeah, Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Jimmy? Jimmy here? No, I don't He's know. not here yet. I don't think so. Anywho, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Um, this is the first uh, next level under the uh, TKO banner. <laughs> I don't fucking know, bro. I don't know what to tell you. But I'll tell you one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, before you tell us oh, one shit. thing. Oh, shit. What the fuck? What? Do you know how much I would have had to spend to get... Uh, 500 shares of TKO stock. How much you had to or how much you did? Don't fucking lie, bro. Stop lying with this. Stop with the fucking lying, bro. Okay. You know how much it cost me to get my shares of TKO? How much? 51K. That's it? That is it. That's not bad, actually. 103.50 a share. That was the uh, the amount of the college loan that Vivek Pastrami, whatever the fuck is the, the Indian dude running for president. Uh, Would you say Levesque Pastrami? That is guy. that like when Triple oh. H goes to the deli? Let me have some Levesque Pastrami. Yeah. <sighs> the fuck is going on this morning? I have no idea. <clears throat> Big shout out to Strangler Steve. <clears throat> oh. Huh? Oh, the absentee guest. I mean, the guy's been. I mean, the A show's been on for how long? He finally listened to one episode. Put it over on Twitter. That was pretty cool. Progress. That's right. If I get him in, maybe we can bring him in the back door. Ladies and gentlemen, acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You're gonna acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home? Acknowledge me. It is time to acknowledge our friends and family here. All right, so we got the mighty Mike Vasquez. He is here, the first one in the chat. He is followed by the uh, very large and in charge, Media M5. How you doing over there? Yeah, I'm doing stuff with Jimmy T. Talking wrestling stuff over here and over there. How you doing? Media that M5. That is a perfect Media M5. Not a bad medium five. Guy's very fucking large and in charge. We have Chris Winland, the windiest of all Chris's. He is here. Word up, yes, army, boy. army. Yes, boy. 
You know, Ray, they're not doing what we said they should do with the <laughs> sling and the vignettes and everything with Pretty Deadly. Still not doing it. I, they're, I forgot they're nowhere Pretty. to be found on SmackDown. Just I literally like, forgot about Pretty Deadly. <laughs> there's totally, there's totally like a healthy guy on the team, and the other guy is the one with the busted arm, and they're just not doing anything at all. It's ridiculous. We can talk about that during the uh, three counts. Before that, we have the biggest ass in all of HMG. We have Frank's Pickle Barrel ass. He is here, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we have the Lone Wolf Pack. He's all Lone Wolf Pack. Is it like Poppy? I am your wolf, Poppy. He's a father. He's a, I, is that a way of saying like single single dad? Single a single wolf father. I am the lone wolf pa. That's gonna stick. That that's your thing now, guy. Whoever you are. Um, <laughs> ooh, yeah. well, let me pump this up. Ooh, yeah, we have the lovely Elizabeth. Yeah, she's walking down that aisle, the cream of the crop. Yeah, dig it. Fucking Elizabeth, man, killing it in the chat. On all platforms, motherfucker. God damn it. We have the dark side, Caster. He is also your wolf father. But he's an American version. Or space version. Whatever. Anyway. Woo! My dear. Man dear is in the house. What? Your deer. Yeah, well, he's our deer. He's our deer. Our deer. Man deer. Half man, half amazing, half chimera. Wait. Three halves? For the record of 162 and 24, former bare knuckle champion of West Cambridge, dancing, handsome Dan Heffern. Heffern. Dancing. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the Well, here we go. That must mean Scott Woodford is here. Drinking beer in the morning. It's a good way to start. What the fuck happened here? You know what happened. Put up the sexiest picture you possibly could. It's the man that's so sexy, we can't put his face up on the board. Always fucking happens. How come yours never goes down? That's what she said. (laughs) <laughs> with a record of 132 wins and only two defeats yes ladies and gentlemen his his match is brought to you by John Sterling's corned beef hash and Lucky Strike cigarettes <laughs> it is Al Robinson <laughs> I don't know why that would be loud. Robinson. Robinson. We have the ruler of the world. And your underwear. Zane Vicious. Oh, my breath breath smells like fucking coffee. Oh, God. Anywho. Ladies and gentlemen, what are they testing on Lab Rat? What are they testing on Lab Rat today? I was going to call you Vince McMahon, the vet. What are, you, what are you testing on live right today? NDAs, pal. Yeah, pal. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? 
Yes, boy. Oh, so sad. I miss those guys yeah. or girls, depending on how they want to be identified as. I'm just scrolling down here, ladies and gentlemen, seeing if I can uh, find out if I missed anybody. Oh, my God. We have a man that is magnanimous. A man that is effervescent. Quite frankly, he's fucking glorious. It is the professor, Chalbelo Veracruz. Yes, you look like you wanted to mock him. Hmm? Oh, I thought you wanted to say something about the the uh, glorious professor. What can I say about the professor that has not been said by myself, by you, by anyone else with a brain, you know, about all those adjectives that you said? That's true. It's fucking true. Uh, really quickly, uh, professor, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, when the fuck is Tommy Wonder coming on? Just wondering. Is that going to happen? Is that ever going to happen? Probably not. Just throwing it out there. Is he Tommy Wonder's agent? Uh, Something like that. Ladies and gentlemen. Wait. The What? Hold on. You, you forgot something. No, I didn't. The yes, only did. man that has an intro. The only member of this chat that has the fucking fortitude to have his own goddamn intro music. It is the hammer! Charles What's going on, motherfucker? Holy shit. Hammer. Hammer, you asked me to do you a favor. I'm going to keep that between us. I got so fucking caught up this week, but I'm off. I'm going to take care of that sometime today. So I got I got you, Hammer. All right. I literally just remembered I fucking suck. So please forgive me, sir. I'm going to take care of that today and I'll hit you up later. All right. What else we got here, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to move on. We have the the uh, the brother. Of the former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, it is Jinder Mahal. What does he say? He says Jinder killed it in India. Get him to the throne, dethrone Roman, then TKO stock will go up two hundred percent. What about the raw ratings? Uh, you know, yeah. I was listening to the results of that show. They were like, Inda Share opened up, you know, against uh. Ooh. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and some other person and it, like it is like they lost. I'm like well, really? Every Indian wrestler lost there. I think Shanky, Why? I don't know. Why would you put Shanky in a world title match when you know there's no chance he's in a with not world title match? Was it a world title match? Shanky? I haven't seen Shanky in forever. It was Shanky against fucking I think Seth Rollins for the for the WWE World Hub. I swear to God. Am I off no. here, guys? Come on, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes, uh, you know what's funny? I was watching. Um, I was on the. I was on the phone, right? And I saw something about India, about WWE. I'm like, when is this show? And it had happened like three days ago. No fucking clue. Yeah, that wasn't one. Of, that wasn't a premium live event. You didn't feel like you needed to, since you were going there anyway, and you probably would have had a camera. You think you could have just 
No. No. In the words of the lovely Elizabeth Yepers Peppers. Anywho. Well, other people disagree, but. What do they disagree about? Uh, Jinda thinks it was versus Walter for the Intercontinental. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. It was Shanky versus, uh, yeah, that's right, Walter, right, for the World uh, Intercontinental Championship. Remember when he used to say, I'm the Intercontinental Champion of the World? Remember they said that? I think Honky Tonk Man slipped a couple of times. I mean, before, before what we... does Intercontinental mean besides, like, in all the continents? I don't Like, understand. between the continents. Like, what's really the difference between Intercontinental and World? Just... It's the same thing, right? It's pretty much the same. I mean, what about the nat? What is that that title that they have in uh, that that Orange Cassidy has? What is it called? International title, which is this? Isn't that? Isn't isn't the world? Isn't between the nations? All of the maybe some of the nations, right? And it, you would think, well, maybe intercontinental means between one continent. So what is that? We already have a North American champion, of which Dominic Mysterio is. So I've never really understood the Intercontinental title, but it does sound cool. It's also a breakfast that you've heard of. Um, um, I love Intercontinental. <laughs> not, not really. It's just, no, there's no Intercontinental breakfast. There's continent. That was a joke. That was a joke, yeah. And so it's like, you know. Uh, That's pretty funny. But anyway, Shanky got a shot at it, I guess. After mm-hmm. not being in a wrestling ring for is it what is he like just main eventing house shows? Is that is that what he's been doing and, and not actually been on television for any reason? Bro, I have no fucking clue. I forgot that guy existed. That's terrible. Sorry. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, it's time for the three count. So let's do that. This is the three count. With the latest breaking news in pro wrestling, sports, pop culture, and more. Now, back to Big Ray and the Vet. Talk about. We have so much shit to talk about. Tell me when I'm telling lies! Hit the Cody one again, because it was still cut off by the previous video. Oh, sorry. What do you guys want to talk about? You want to talk about Shanky? Perfect face on that. Perfect facial expression. (laughs) You want to talk about Shanky? Very smug Cody face that Ray did. If you're not watching on live video, and you're not watching on the channelattitude.com replay, and you're only listening, then you missed Ray's smug face Cody impression. Tommy Kangaroo down. Jimmy's here. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I, I hope you're feeling better, Jimmy, by the way. Jimmy sounded like shit the last show he did with uh with our boy Chris, Chris Ams. That's uh Ams, AMBS that's uh Lambs with no L and bullshit in the morning. First thing in the morning, right? Is that how it goes? Yes. The vet's favorite podcaster. I was also on a podcast with Jimmy and I tried to be unfunny so he wouldn't laugh and cough, but I couldn't Oof. help it. I'm yeah, just too funny. Yeah, I know. Jimmy, Jimmy is a he's a delightful lad. Yeah, anyway. So um let me just share this little gimmick here with, with you guys on video. Uh, and I'll I'll try to walk you through it. So we're here in New York City. And uh a, a thing happened here. 
So let's just let's just share this with you guys real quickly. So we have uh everybody clapping. Vince McMahon's there with his fucking mustache. He does the whole code. What are you gonna do, brother? You know. And then fucking oh, JBL comes out. No. Yeah, man. So this is it, man. We got Triple H there. We got fucking uh, Uncle Fester. Holy shit. If you squint, it kind of looks like Nick Khan kind of looks like Shane McMahon. Vince McMahon kind of looks like Cody when he had the black hair. Have you ever heard a chant break out during uh, the ringing of uh, the gimmick bell? I don't watch these. All right. Nobody gives this fuck. All right. So, dude, it, it finally actually happened for the first time ever. I know you and uh, and Brandon spoke about this a little bit during the impact attack, just touch. But the WWE is no longer majority, uh, majority, 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 What correct? Is that it? Is that really? Is that really how it goes? Yes. Yes. This the the McMahon family is no longer the majority owner of the WWE. And some people will say, well, what's the big fucking deal? Well, it's kind of a big deal to me. I never thought I never thought in my life I would see this. I genuinely thought, you know, growing up, you know, as it was passed on from generation to generation or whatever, I thought that Shane McMahon would eventually take over the WWE, especially back in the Attitude Era days. It's a big deal, vet. Um, as a wrestling pundit, a, f- uh, a former, or oh, well, you're always a pro wrestler. It's like being a drug addict. You're always a drug addict. Um, as a pro wrestler, what? How do you how do, like? Does this? How do you feel about this whole thing? Does I mean, I don't, is there? Will there be a change? Because now they're talking about um, WWE's contract finally being up with Fox. So now there's a chance that Disney might buy. SmackDown, just the SmackDown show, put them on Channel 7 on ABC. I'm sorry, not Channel 7, Channel 7 is New York. Um, there's a whole bunch of shit going on, brother. Um, this is a big deal. Retro Rocket Review, what's going on, buddy? Um, your thoughts on Vince McMahon uh, still ripping scripts and taking shits? <laughs> just well, you know, we talked about this before it just became official. Oh, did you? Did we? No, yeah, we talked about this probably a couple but of But now it's times. official. Now it's official and I don't care still. I, I just don't care. Like I don't spend one second of my day thinking about this. I do all day. Uh, until until somebody wants to talk about it and you know have their whatever take on it. Um yeah, it d- d- doesn't really we'll, we'll just have to see. Everything is speculation at this point. It, it, there's no way to know if anything really is going to come of this. So okay. mm. That's fair. Right. But like, you know, w- when we did talk about it, I guess we just said, yeah, we all assumed that he would take it to the grave and all this other stuff. I also said it seems weak to to give up the control when you really didn't need to. And if you remember that interview he did the first time we see him with this ridiculous hair and mustache, that interview <laughs> he did with him and uh Ari Emanuel sitting there, and he's like, you know, they ask him like, "Why now?" And he's like, "It was time." And it's like Yes, that's their question. Why is it time now? Why yeah. you didn't even answer the? What do you mean it's time? What do you? What do you? Bruce Buffer, Does, what, what, answer the fucking question. You know, so 
to. Yeah, yeah I, I, I really. What do you think about it, Ray? I mean, obviously, you want to talk I, about it. So, what, I mean, what, what do you, what do you, what do you been thinking about? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just for me. It's, it's, it's just the. Uh, I didn't. I there was a part of me that just didn't think it was going to happen. That something was going to fall through, like the whole fucking Arab thing. Remember when when they tried to sell to the Arabs? You know, at the allegedly, allegedly, and that didn't go down. I was like, I, I didn't think it was going to actually happen, but it happened yesterday. So it was kind of a big deal for me. I don't know. I'm not a big deal. Like I was. Yeah, not, I was going to say, like, what, how did your day change? <laughs> you know, my day didn't change, but you know whose day may may change. Speaking about all this shit, um, uh, WWE President Nick Khan addresses potential return of Stephanie McMahon. <clears throat> okay, he said so it's time. It says, <laughs> it says, according to Khan, McMahon wanted to uh, take a leave of absence uh, for an extended period of time, but she returned uh, to the behest of Khan. Blah blah blah. Right, we are in a... now. He says, and I quote: "I don't know what the future holds, uh, but with Vince McMahon as the chairman, <laughs> he of- doesn't know." <laughs> Paul Levesque as the head of creative, um, me in the role that I'm in, you know, if Stephanie wanted to do something with WWE, of course, WWE would embrace that. Um, he also spoke about CM Punk uh, possibly returning back to the WWE, and I fucked up did here. He? Did he uh, say, did he speak about it? Well, so here's the funny thing you know, people will take any little bit of news. And and kind of twisted into what they believe, you know. Uh, even though I, I genuinely do believe that we will see CM Punk in a WWE ring again very soon. But I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? I wasn't. Oh, you weren't gonna say anything. Let me see. Let me. Let me where is it? Oh, here it is. <clears throat> According to Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. It's not quoting. That. While speaking with ESPN about uh, WWE and Deborah Deal, Nick Khan was asked uh, if he would be interested in working with, uh, you know, CM Punk, Phil Brooks, making a return to WWE. Um, let me see. He didn't really offer much as an answer, but he says this. For those that didn't hear the, the actual quote, it says, listen, we only have respect for Phil. Call him Phil. I don't know. Does CM Punk like that? I don't know. <laughs> Nah, man. Well, we, just I, I will say this just since you brought this up. Yes, sir. Um, in general, if you're not sure, don't call them by their shoot name. Yeah. Like if you're if you're if you have the chance to meet a wrestler, don't call them by their yeah. name. Call them by whatever people know them as. Yeah. And then certain wrestlers will call people what they always met them as or knew them as. So like Undertaker doesn't call Mick Foley anything but cactus probably yeah i noticed so that. you know that that's it, it's kind of how that's just how it is people just call me vet even though i don't ask anybody to but that's just how a lot of them know me so that's how they do it um i don't get offended and i always introduce myself with my shoot name to people when i was meeting them but that's your personal choice but i'm just saying if you're not sure as a fan how to approach it just call them with call them what yeah. you call them don't yeah. call cm punk phil Unless if Nick Khan's on that level with him. Well, that's uh, the thing. I think he may be because remember Nick Khan's not just people think he just popped out of the fucking woodworks. The guy's been within that. Let me, let me put it to you another way. I don't think his friends call him Phil. <laughs> I don't think, I think they just call him like we would call each other our nickname. Mm-hmm. Like I would call you big Ray to mm-hmm. differentiate you from any of the other rays. Right. You call me the vet. So people know it's not another you know, it's Jamie Williams Veteran. or whatever. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, you're the you, vet. You call punk. You call punk. Punk. I, I wonder what his wife calls him. Does she call him punk? She calls him bitch. Um, she, uh, he continues to say, "We appreciate what he. Um, what is it? Oh, I'm sorry. We we appreciate his run here. We appreciate what he did and tried to do and tried to do with the UFC. So, I was a little diggy here. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. Well, he called him Phil. Then he said, tried to do. Mm-hmm. Not too many people can actually get in there and do what he did. You know what? All right. So he's giving him some love and he says, so when we have, uh, when we have respect for Phil, we wish him nothing but the best and people guarantees come back to WWE number 31 entrance in the Royal Rumble, even though there's only 30. Well, it could be the greatest Royal Rumble. Part two. <laughs> greatest Royal Rumble. That's what. So, I'm just wondering here. Let me see something. I'm just looking through something here. What is going on here? All right. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, man. So, listen, honestly. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Because I know you don't get a chance to really talk a ton of raw. Did you get a chance to talk any raw this week? No. Okay. So first and foremost, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but Monday Night Raw suffered its worst ratings. I uh, second, what was it? The second worst ratings of all time. Really? Of all time? Let me see. Uh, Raw so rating. even back in like '93, when they had like Damian Demento on there. Well, this past week, what was it? A day ago? Okay, here it is. So check this out. The number one. Worst Raw of all time was like a uh, a recap show. It's like a like one of the you know end of the year recap shows, right? Mm-hmm. So his would fuck these guys up. The Buffalo Bills and New York Jets went into overtime, so they had twenty two million six hundred and fifteen viewers, just a couple more than that were in Wembley Stadium for uh, for mm-hmm. All In, right? Mm-hmm. It says here, Raw took a hit, drawing the lowest total viewer of viewership number in the show's nearly 31-year history for a regular episode of Raw with a 1.35 million viewers. That is a 0.40, and within the demographic of 18 to 49, the only Raw episode to ever do lower viewership was a best-of show. With a 4.0. Okay. Wow. I didn't know American football was that fucking popular. Worldwide. It's pretty popular. Plus, worldwide. The, story, the story of, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Did you see, like, was it 22 million throughout? Was that, like, the total viewership? I think this is total view. It doesn't really specify... I'm, and I don't have the chart like where it breaks down hourly. Yeah, but, okay. And if the chat yeah. knows, maybe you can help out with that. But okay, but I'm sorry. Oh, well, I was just I was just wondering. But yeah, that's quite a bit more. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. So that's well, a- it's something. It's something that I've I've kept repeating uh, throughout my time here on HMG and even before. I know that. Um, People like to say stuff like, ah, it's just wrestling. Ah, it's just silly wrestling. It's phony wrestling, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, you know what's hot right now? Sports. So maybe it's time, especially now, maybe more than ever with this merger and everything, 
And Chris Winland had a question for me earlier, which I'll get to in a second. On the chat? Um, yes. And uh, it t so it sort of ties into this. But I've been saying, it's like, look, you tried everything else, you know, with your We Make Movies pal and all your phony cartoon bullshit. Yeah, pal. Maybe it's time you try, like, a little sports. Like, maybe, maybe try it. Um, because you tried everything else and it got you here, right? Like it got you the second lowest ever of all time next to a clip show. <laughs> um, and the show on like the Monday night Russia wasn't that bad. It wasn't no. second worst of all time bad. It was just another regular raw, but agree. and, and they have good football games every, every Monday, you know, home opener you know like where people are waiting all season to watch monday night football so they don't always get crushed that bad you know that's that's many other years of monday night football openers that they didn't do their second worst rating ever right mm -hmm. so football is gaining in popularity a lot of other sports are gaining in popularity even when they were already popular wwe's declining in popularity at least in terms of just the television viewership aspect so you know, maybe now that you've got uh, an actual corporate connection to a real sport, maybe right. you're going to have to like fine tune your presentation to be more in line with something a little more realistic. Uh, and what Chris asked me was, he said, what do I think about Nick Khan saying that um, UFC fighters could potentially mm. uh, extend their career in WWE? um yeah i guess i mean if you can bring in a bad bunny and logan paul to try to have to convince people that they can <coughs> you know uh compete then i suppose a ufc fighter oh, that's yeah slam dunk right there but not if it's gonna be like well you gotta you gotta join team gable and go out and shoosh people like maybe some people aren't gonna no. be really that into it Sheesh. um you never know so but but we'll see. I mean, I, I I would think it's a fine idea if that's the direction they had been going. Ever since MMA's rise in popularity, I, I wish that pro wrestling had steered more into that. Not being more like MMA, but just realizing that potentially there's a crossover. Mm -hmm. So you don't want people to come into a situation where you you're so blatantly fake that now a UFC fighter sticks out like a sore thumb. You know, when Ken Shamrock showed up back in 98 or whatever it was, 97, 98, it, it didn't seem that out of place because they weren't as ridiculous then, right? What do you mean ridiculous? Well, just just look at look what they're doing with like all this phony stuff that they do now. You know oh, that, I mean? oh, you mean the, the product, WWE? Yeah, wasn't the product, the WWE okay. product, yeah. Right. They had naked midi, and I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, yeah, well. And we had the, but, I mean, a guy being naked is not the same as a guy having magical powers or, well, like, a doll coming to life or those those types of things. Was pinning was putting Stephanie McMahon on a cross and stuff. You could do that. No. I mean, you that's could. something that could physically happen, but you could. the Lily, the Lily doll is not going to stalk Shayna Baszler in real life. You know what I mean? Mm, that's questionable so anyway oh, right I, I i don't know if i answer that question but i mean i, I would be great for, I, I would be for seeing something like that unfortunately um if that's going to happen their hands going to have to be forced and i don't know if they're going to make you know all the right decisions or if they're just going to get carnied out by the same carnies that have been running this thing for however long carnied out yeah
it's, it's it's always gonna happen, brother. I'm just I'm just saying. Um <clears throat> we'll move on real quick and we'll jump into this quick little story. WWE reveals the uh, date and location for the 2024 Royal Rumble, which is return which is ugh, sorry, WWE is returning the Tropicana Field. This is in Florida, right? Yeah, so uh, it is announced today, that is today, that the Royal Rumble 2024 will take place in the Tropicana Field, St. Petersburg, on Florida, uh, Saturday, January 27th. That's my favorite fucking event of the year, hands down. Like, I, I even like it more than WrestleMania. I've always been a big fan of uh, the Royal Rumble. So, But what I wanted to ask you, Vet, and you have any thoughts on that real quick before I ask you the question I was dying to ask you about? Thoughts on what? On Royal Rumble in general, no? Okay. Nia Jax made her return to Monday Night Raw. I know you haven't had the opportunity. First and foremost, uh, were you shocked? Uh, was there anything? Were you, were you pleased? Were you happy? Were you sad? Were you disappointed? Were you, did you not give a fuck? Um, did you feel that that, uh, that bonsai drop that she did was a little stiff, uh, almost killing the champion and crushing her? Um, she is a lot smaller than she was before, but still a huge woman. Uh, your thoughts? Um, one of the options you gave me was didn't give a fuck, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. I, I would I would prefer she not crush Rhea Ripley's sternum, one of the best wrestlers they have. But I mean, if, if you do that move, you got to really fucking... You got to have some good knees. Is that Sa Safety is not her strong suit. Let's just say. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, the first time back, and she's already killing people. Killing the golden goose, no less. This isn't like she she came in and she didn't squish like Raquel or somebody or Nikki Cross. You right. know, like, nobody cares about them. Yeah. Mm, interesting. All right, so um, so Nia Jax is back. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. There's nothing really going on. It's all CM Punk shit. Um, no AEW stuff. Uh, here's a quick little update on the whole Matt Riddle gimmick. Um, says following reports of law enforcement launching an investigation uh, into the alleged. Uh, let me see, Schnabitz with uh, Matt Riddle, JFK Airport. So the cops didn't didn't fucking follow report either. I, I think that makes no, no sense. Nothing happened. That's the thing. That's why everybody was talking about this, but it's like there's nothing really to talk about because nothing happened. No one filed a report. That's weird. It's, it's, there's nothing to talk about. We can't say he got arrested. We can't say people press charges. We can't say anything. It's just nothing happened. So he's still off TV, but they mentioned him. Like Kevin mm. Owens mentioned Matt Riddle on Raw, but they he wasn't there, so... Interesting, interesting, Whatever. interesting. All right. Um, and lastly, uh, Mandy Rose could potentially be coming back to pro wrestling, not WWE, and you know, not necessarily that WWE. Since the former NXT champion hasn't been uh, seen in wrestling since December of 2022, shortly before she was like over oh, WWE. Since then, she has become a self-made millionaire through her exclusive content page. She is doing really well, apparently. This is uh, during the Q and A. Um. One fan asked if she would wrestle again. Mandy, Mandy Rose uh, said, funny you asked, um, your girl may not, I'm quoting her, funny you asked, your girl may not be a free agent very soon. She followed it with the whole 
big eyes emoji. So I would love to see uh, Mandy Rose come back. You know, wouldn't you? I think everyone that's been let go at any point should all come back and form their own faction. CM Punk, Nia Jax, <laughs> Mandy Rose. The released. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has become my very favorite part of the three count as we wrap it up here. And this is uh, what the fuck happened today in professional wrestling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is September 13th, and we are going to go all the way back, like the professor says in the time machines. And we're going way back. We're going to kick this off 1993. And uh, and this is easily, I know this for a fact, this is one of your favorite tag teams of all time. And I've heard you mention this uh, a few times, uh, the Quebecers. Yeah, especially like what one of them is doing these days. Oh, God. I can't believe this guy is still walking. So I I don't listen for long. I don't watch Impact Wrestling, but I do know what's going on. What? I said bless you. Oh, thank you. Um, Thank you for your blessings, Father. Uh, Yeah, you can do the gimmick, Schnabitz, for life. There you go. So... (laughs) I don't tune in, okay. but I listen to your show with Brandon, the Impact Attack. You know, check it out. That's you, the recommended method. It is you the best. Completely, method. completely skip Impact, right? Because what takes us like forty, you know, like an hour and a half for a show, and then maybe like, uh, you know, two, three hours to watch a pay per view. So what are we talking about like four and a half hours now that we spent watching Impact for like a a pay per view weekend? We'll give it to you in under two. We'll give you the whole thing in under two. Just hang out with us, and you can even ask us questions about it live. You know, Everybody. so I think Everybody. that's really the best way. It is the best way. <clears throat> so I know that he's doing a Frankenstein gimmick, but I know to, to what extent he was doing a Frankenstein gimmick. Like he literal, is, he has literally <laughs> turned into Frankenstein. Yes, he starts painting his face green and drawing stitches on it. He is he's, he's revived with electricity. He is the Frankenstein monster come to life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, wow. And I Because the funny thing is that I said, let me just go to YouTube. Let me see what this guy is doing. Let me see what he looks like. Because the way you guys describe him, what he's doing. So let me check out his gimmick. And uh, oh, my God. It's, uh, yes, Pierre. Anywho, in 1993, the Quebecers defeated the Steiner brothers to win the WWE tag team titles on Raw in Quebec. I wonder what ranking that was in the episodes of all time. Better than this week's, for sure. And uh, their manager was Johnny Polo. Ah, yes. Did you ever see who the first person in the chat is that puts the the name that this guy was most famously known as? Mm-hmm. And then you win a prize, which is being acknowledged again. Did you ever uh, run into Johnny Polo? Did you ever meet him? No. No. Oh, Mike Martin got it. Oh, Frank's Pickle Barrel has got it. That's oh. kind of a tie, but Mike Martin showed up first. So, yes, Raven. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Um. 
We fast forward to 1996, and we have in the main event of uh, of an ECW unlucky lottery. Sabu faced Rob Johnny Van. Bolo? Oh no, he faced Rob Van Dam, and the gangsters Mustafa and New Jack. They defended uh, the ECW tag team titles against Samu and Shane Douglas, also on the card. Bubba Ray Dudley. What? Act- <laughs> Samu and Shane Douglas. I, I guess what? That's what it says here, brother. Shane Douglas has been in some of the most random tag teams of all time, hasn't he? He sure fucking has. a randomly tag team with Ricky Steamboat, randomly tag team with fucking Samu. I'm ridiculous. But, you know, they didn't win. Oh. They didn't win the titles. Also on the card, we have Bubba Ray Dudley uh, and Hack Myers. Who the fuck is Hack Myers? I don't remember him at all. The Shaw. You don't remember Hack Myers? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, he was they, just some. He was just some fat guy with a beard and uh, and uh, Zubas pants. But damn it, <laughs> he was the Shaw. They faced the Bad Crew. Who the hell's that? Don't know. And the Sandman and Tommy <laughs> Dreamer faced Brian Lee and Raven. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> I bet hit uh, Media M Five knows who. Who was it? Who's the Bad Crew? Who's the Bad? You're crew? you're you're everybody in ECW's biographer, Media M Five. I expect you to. Put that up real quick. Who's the bad crew's the bad crew's two bad guys over here. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, Jimmy T? <laughs> we fast forward to 1998. Three teams of three competitors competed in the very first time in war games. This was a three-way war games gimmick. Uh, this was at uh, WCW Fall Brawl 1998. Team WCW, Diamond Dallas Page, Roddy Roddy Piper, The Warrior, Defeated NWO, Hulk Hogan, or Hollywood Hogan, Bret Hart, and Stevie Ray. What this is shit. <laughs> God. Man, I'm going to the Peacock right now and watching this. Fuck. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. Uh, you can find me at Opinion everywhere. Not oh. done. Uh, the oh, third team. The third team was NW, NWO Wolfpack, consisting of Kevin Nash, Sting, and Lex Luger. Okay, yeah. Just so you That's know, Sting is still wrestling. Uh, yeah. As a result of scoring the win, Paul DDP got received a shot at Goldberg's WCW World Heavyweight Championship at Halloween Havoc. Wait, what? what? Hold on. What? I, I got lost there when you were saying okay. all that. So it you was, have the, it, the, the Wolf Pack did what now? So you have the Fall Brawl gimmick, right? Yeah, yeah. isn't that War Games? Like it's War Games, but whoever got the pinfall, whoever got okay. the actual pinfall, uh won an opportunity to lose to Goldberg at, <laughs> so- at Halloween Havoc. Right. So how many teams were in this? You named like teams of three people, which normally was, war games is like five, right? It was three teams of three people. I, no. Yes. I mean, yes, I know, but no. Yes. Retroactively, no to the yes. booker. Kevin Sullivan, no. You don't just put three teams. Brother, we're going to have three teams. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, what the fuck were they doing in 1998? I don't know, but I'm gonna go back. What was that team? Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, and Stevie Ray. Hold on, no, 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 no. Hold on, what was it? Uh, that is right. the greatest trios t- tag team of literally all time. There is not a better three man team than that. That's better than the original yeah. NWO Hulk, Kevin, and Scott Hogan, Bret Hart, and Stevie Ray. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm getting Peacock ready. Hold up. 
Get your cock, get your cock on. Yeah, I'm giving my cock out, guys. <laughs> get your cock out, brother. Don't pay, um, pay me no mind. Just uh, getting the old cock out. All right, go, on with your, go on with we're, your your history. We're gonna fast forward to 2001. Okay, WWE, yes, WWE presented a live edition of SmackDown, the Compact Center in Houston, Texas. The show was originally supposed to take place two days earlier, but of course, we know it was 9/11. This is oh, the, is this that one where they just can't stop telling you how proud they are that they were the first people to run a live event after the thing, and they came out and said, we're not going to, we don't negotiate with terrorists or whatever they yes, said. Yes, Lillian Garcia performed the national, you know, I, I've seen Lillian Garcia perform the national anthem uh, many times live, and I'm going to tell you something, as a person how who grew times? up uh, a lot um, live, and, uh, you know, I roars and stuff, and I have to tell you guys, man, um, she is the drizzling shits. At not what very, singing? At singing, not very good. That's too bad. Yeah, I don't think she's very good at singing. She's uh, the mighty Bobo is here. What's up, Bobo? What's going on, buddy? He's been here a while. Uh, well, I'd... but after the acknowledgments, though, in fairness, yeah, well after, but he's he deserves to be acknowledged at all times. We're gonna fast forward to 2008. Tokyo hosted ROH Battle of the Best, which featured a main event of Jimmy Jacobs. Hey, our boy Jimmy, Tyler Black. Defending the ROA's tag team titles against Jay and Mark Briscoe. Wait, Jimmy Jacobs wrestled in a main event? Once again, Tokyo. It was in Japan. I don't care if it's that's that's even less of a reason. Like, why would you know the champions? They were the tag team champs. Never mind. Okay. So who was the world champion of Ring of Honor at that time? Chat that he couldn't main event over fucking Jimmy Jacobs. Chat. With his with his painted fingernails and painted toenails. In 2008, who was the world champion? 2008. Um, that also featured on another card where uh, it was Austin Theory, Austin Aries, Austin Theory, Austin Aries, and Brian Danielson. We'll fast forward to 2009. We have the one, the only, what does it say? The, the one and only edition of WWE Breaking Point took place in March, Montreal. I don't even remember this. It says um, CM Punk defended the w, the World Heavyweight Championship against The Undertaker in a submission match. Randy Orton defeated the WWE Champion against uh, champ for the WWE Championship against uh, John Cena in an I Quit match. And Legacy, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase faced D-Generation X, Shawn Michaels, Triple H in a fall count. Okay, nobody cares about that. And finally, the last thing that happened today in professional wrestling an impact wrestling taping. This is in 2011 at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Sting! It's Sting! Defeated Ric Flair. Um, oh, what year is this? 2011, you said, right? Not. It was 2011. Not, uh, Sting, yeah. Sting. Not Sting. 2001. I don't think so. Not. What the fuck? Look who's here. Yeah, looking good, pal. Looking good, pal. Oh, good. Now, okay. Now that Ben's here, I can really go watch this match. Where Ben, did you hear that trios that 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 uh, Ray was reading off the history thing? I did. Get get ready. Get ready for the team. Get ready for the team, bro. Hold on, before you Hollywood Hogan. Uh (laughs) Okay, Bret Hart. Oh my, and Stevie Ray. That was a real team that happened in 1998, bro. That's a lot of meat right there, pal. Yeah, no bread. 
No water. <laughs> no, water. <laughs> no bread. No water. Just it sounded like a pot of neck bones. But uh, yeah, man, I saw you hold guys. On, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Sorry. Bro. Yeah. I like that. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, he comes to you from the house of Saad. He is the multi-time champion of the world. Everywhere. Like everywhere. His titles all over the place. His fucking suitcase is like 400 pounds. Actually, over 911 pounds. Speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, he stands at 9 feet 11 inches tall. He is 911 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one, the only, the golden Ayatollah, Ben Hamid. <laughs> yeah, what's good, man? I just saw you guys were live. I just finished up uh, Truth and Consequences with Vince because uh, I had to miss yesterday. And I said, you know, let me come over and pay my respects to the sergeants at arms over here, man, my, my general tacticians. And uh, what, a, what a major day yesterday was in the face of uh, the merger and TKO and Endeavor. Yeah. And I, I, I see some strange days ahead with $200 million in uh, cuts coming. Uh, you guys might not have to review NXT anymore because <laughs> I think that's going to be one of the first things to go by the end of 2024. F- funny, funny that you mentioned that because I said to myself this week, I said, if me and Vet are not going to be doing NXT anymore, because I have a feeling it's going to be cut. Yeah, uh, because that's why they're doing this whole shit where they're bringing in uh, major stars and everything. They think it's for the ratings. Yeah. It's not for that. Um, but with that being said, I said, I- I'm already thinking about how to reformat this show. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you guys can you guys can do whatever you want. You're create. You're both brilliantly creative, and uh, you know it's open door policy for whatever ideas you have. And uh, I have uh, infinite trust in both of you. So if you just need time well, off, that's fine too. That's what and, you uh, You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, it was. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you to to you guys for for towing that line, and also to thanks to the HMG community. Yesterday was a uh, a uh, big trying day in the in the cannabis war that I'm in. Uh, going I played to that. I played that, Albany, bro, yeah. yeah, going to Albany and uh, listening to other people who are in the same sinking ship that I am. And uh, I got I have to go to Supreme Court on Friday. Never thought I'd hear those fucking words come out of my mouth. I always uh, had a feeling you would end up. In yeah, would end there. Chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, I'm just uh, you know thankful but asking for everybody's help in the community whatever whatever synergy online and uh, i did a call to action yesterday because everybody is kind of keeping their head down trying to move in silence and i was too but now they've botched this thing so bad that they made hacker come out of the woodwork and they they made me a character in their shit so show circus so i was on spectrum news in albany last night and uh and, you know, I just wanted to open my shop and have this be the way I transition out of wrestling and to work hard and, uh, and to be part of this cannabis, which I already am with HorseshoeGenetics.com. But Raven's Dispensaries was going to be the, the big move in my life next. And you guys supporting me in that uh, and, and anything you can do in this in this uh, frontline war, I'm fighting on that. Uh, I appreciate that social media help wise. Usually you don't see me stick my head up too much uh on twitter except to get a, a gotcha or a five dollar face slap on somebody but right now i gotta go to go to war and and use my powers of hmm, parody satire and truth to to spank some politician ass to to get him to do what needs to be done the right way well 
Are you sure that's uh are you sure that bin is that uh Ravens dispensaries or Johnny Polo's dispensaries? Mm. Uh we're uh, it depends where we where we're gonna do business as. I'm not sure. Uh, we just might be called the flock. I'm gonna try okay. and get uh you know okay. <laughs> and see what see what's available trademarked wise. Uh but yeah, man, it's been uh it's been a crazy, crazy uh six to eight weeks of really anxiety and insomnia and trying to stay small in the locker room so you hope you can sneak through and be approved and every step of the way every day when you think you're gonna take one step forward they just kick in the nuts and push it back and it's all corporate greed med men and and cure leaf and all these giant corporations of cannabis uh, even roundup is mm. a, doing an alternative uh brand to try and sneak in to be corporate cannabis you want your weed grown by roundup no fucking thank you. What is so what is what, what is Roundup? Just so. Roundup is a weed killer that uh, is a cancer causing agent. <laughs> that isn't is, that, is, isn't that uh, Monsanto? Yeah, it's Monsanto. <laughs> so that's okay. that's who's trying to take over, and that's who I'm really fighting against, as well as fighting for local farmers. I mean, we're '90s guys. This the, here's the exact shit that's going on. In 1995, 96, 97, when music was at its peak and it was <laughs> Club MTV, Beach House, and and bang whoever you want, and we all smoke weed and listen to Snoop and Dre, and we're all coming together, right? And then Starbucks came in and destroyed mom-and-pop coffee shops that had art and music and poetry and, and game nights and all that kind of shit. And corporate lifestyle just took over and killed the renaissance and spirit of humanity. And that's kind of what we've been sitting in. Well, this equity program that would allow 463 formerly justice-involved business owners who can show a profit, which HMG does for the, since we've been open, uh, it, that we could get a license and restart that. And now they've Trojan horsed this case using four veterans paying for their lawyers, calling it unconstitutional just to shut this down. They're not even going to give us our little crumb uh, from the pie. They want it all, bro. And uh, it, it's uh, it's very tough to be given a $10 million winning lottery ticket and then to have it taken from you and you got to fight for it. Well, they didn't know who they were fucking with when they wanted to fight because uh, I'll be happy to get in the ring with any of them. And now it's time to start unleashing a little hell back on them because everybody was scared of having their license pulled. If you if you say anything against these politicians or the cannabis board, I, I the cannabis board sits up there and passes legislation and they all go, we did it, everybody. We did it. We yes, high five. And that legislation has tons of holes in it. And here comes a lawyer that goes, we're suing. And then all those farmers who invested, the mom and pop farmers who invested to have one crop, they're sitting on 250,000 to 500,000 pounds of weed that is going to rot right now with the second harvest coming in another week. And these people can't survive. I, I watched a woman yesterday had a noose around her neck that, that, that said two weeks ago they had to call suicide prevention on her. Her friends did because mm -hmm. her farm is going or she had to sell her tractor, all that. They have nothing left. And there's she's sitting on 500 pounds of weed that she can't even sell because these bureaucrats, these judges and these giant cannabis Starbucks versions of it, Cure Relief and MedMen. They don't give a fuck who they leave in their wake. And if this woman kills herself and the rest of us kind of have that same stress, I mean, she's not dealing with it 
in the way I would, <laughs> I turn mine to anger and knuckle up. Um, but, uh, you know, to each their own. So it's not just going to bat for me and HMG and Ravens dispensaries. It's going to bat for the, the last of humanity versus big Pfizer, Moderna, corporate cannabis level shit. So, so what they're basically trying to do is in simple terms, you know, the big companies, like, let's say instead of buying Newport cigarettes, you're going to buy some Newport weeds or Marlboro, uh, joints. Yeah. Right. And and that'd be fine if you want, if they want to do that in North Carolina and, and take their tobacco farms and make that. I got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But you should also allow the dude down the, the way to be able to sell that. They're telling like, not only are they making it, they're going, you can't have the store to sell it. We have the store to sell it. So fuck you every way. And I have to buy 100 percent of my product from local New York cannabis growers, they get to be vertically integrated and go, nah, we're bringing our stuff from, they have to buy 50%, but they can bring their Cali weed, their Nevada weed, their Oklahoma weed. So they don't even have to play by the same rules, bro. And how are you supposed to be a small business owner who wants to make $10 million a year? That'd be a dream come true. Cure Leaf just announced last fucking quarter, they cleared 339 million in profit. And now they want more and nobody can get anything. Fuck you. Go die. Mm. Vet, your thoughts. Uh, so my thoughts are that uh, Brett and uh, Stevie tried the double clothesline, but they did not have the same uh, success as Adam Cole and uh, MJF. So DDP do? clothesline, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. So what is the final uh, stage of this uh, this whole thing? Is How long do you think this is going to be drawn out? Um, well, it's strange because Friday's a Supreme Court hearing where this judge who said to our faces, I hate to see families suffer. And, and I think there can be a mutual uh, beneficial way that we can sort this out. So I'm going to give you two weeks to go handle that. That was back August 15th. Then uh, around then, and two days after that, the Office of Cannabis Management dug their heels in and said, nope, we're not doing that. And then the judge goes, oh, you want to say fuck me? Fuck you. Everybody that wants to get through, nah, nobody's getting anything. We'll see you in court back on the 15th, and maybe I'll rule. But open uh, licensing for everyone starts uh, October 4th. So the judge could give us a green light to go ahead on Friday, outlook 20% possibility on that of, of based on the shit show I've seen, then maybe October 4th, it could be pushed to where everybody just gets to go forward or they could go. The card program is no more and everybody reapplies, which is the nightmare scenario. And then all those farmers that had all that weed, that it's all gone to rot. They've lost everything. People end up killing themselves over it there. It was supposed to create generational wealth. And it's going to create generational welfare is what it really is going to come down to. And like I said, when you take, you want the OG gangsters to be the ones to start this shit. When you, when they already did time, I listened to guys yesterday. So they did four, five, 14 years. One guy did. And now you're going to take his dream away after all that shit from the war on drugs and payback. What do you expect that guy to do? Except like you should, they should be fearing for their life. Oh, guys, so, uh, are they are they listening? 
No, that's uh, my buddy Modi calling, but uh, he doesn't realize I'm on air and needs to get faved. It's okay. Sim Bodie was a really underused wrestler. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Sim Bodie. Everybody out of Snake Pit Pro in Las Vegas. Dude, Sim Bodie's one of the best workers and best coaches there are in the business, man. Uh, absolutely. I had a great time uh, learning from him and, and working with him in OVW. And shout out to OVW. A huge day today Ooh, for I can't all my wait brothers to watch out that. there. Uh, yeah. the, the NXT, I mean, the NXT, the, the Netflix, Netflix, the NXT. You see what my mind yeah. is. Yeah. The Netflix uh, thing is today, right? Vet. Yeah, it's today. You're going to be watching that. Uh, no, no, oh, no, come on, man. Come on. No. That's going to watch. Dude, come on. I, I sent him a message yesterday. I'm super happy for my boy, Adam revolver, a guy I loved writing with and, uh, who's been there and probably is one of the best workers on the planet, but not a lot of people know about him because he's never left that Ohio Valley region. And he's helped a lot of people achieve their dreams and become better performers and better wrestlers. And it's time that that guy got the spotlight put on him. And I hope that, uh, he gets all the accolades and, uh, and paychecks that, that he should have been getting the last 10, 12 years. So I'm, I'm real proud of him. Well, Ben, uh, we are going to wish you the best of luck. We know that you'll be on in my future media. endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. No, we, I mean, we know you're going to keep us up updated yeah. uh, on social media and so on and so forth. Uh, is there anything you would like to share before you kind of conk out? And Yeah, man. Well, I, I, I do appreciate that. And usually it's not for the leader to ask for help, but that's where that's this is the frontline battle I'm going into between now and Friday. I got another meeting tonight. I got to go uh, show show my face at and, and, you know, start to get over. So it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be war man and i need all my soldiers behind me and i know you guys are are here hanging in nxt so uh let's knuckle up and then my opponents on the 16th in westmerland four corners tag match i don't feel happy for you <laughs> you're gonna take all the crime and punishment infidels hacker hameen the sons of allah big ray hernandez and the vet ruling the wrestling airways conspiracy horsemen with no endorsement is simply a promise he's a sultan of slime on a mission of bombers when his mission's accomplished he will be the reigning champ putting all you he is not happy. Holy shit. That what just happened? What? The fuck just happened the last 20 minutes? Uh we were pulled into the vortex. <laughs> I've never seen somebody more disinterested in the vet. I'm just I gotta be honest. <laughs> more disinterested than me? But it is fucked up though. You know how you how a lot of these people are putting their hearts and souls and in, 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 into a business that they really believe in. This is not this. Just so you guys understand, this weed culture thing is not something that's like a bunch of spazzes and fucking losers and shit. These are people that really fucking know their business, really love uh, marijuana, medic medicinal marijuana and stuff. Um, I, I've become a fan of it. I don't use it a lot. But I do um, do edibles every once in a while, and uh, for pain management, and so on. And so on. I think it's I think it's a great thing, man. And the fact that it's an uphill battle, guys. So you know, if you can support, you know, Ben Hameen support uh, Horseshoe Genetics, as I have the little logo up here in the corner, upper right hand corner. If you guys are looking at your screen, um, yeah, show them some love, guys. They are also on Twitter at Horseshoe Genetics. You can check them out on Instagram at Horseshoe Genetics, and just show some love, man. Hey, listen. <laughs> The big guys are always going to win. 
but it's just so that the little guys can have something to eat too. You know what I'm saying? $10 million a year ain't shit. You know, that's nothing compared to what Newport, Newport joints are going to be making. You know what I mean? So neither here nor there, ladies and gentlemen. So it is time as we get ready, ladies and gentlemen, to jump into possibly in my humble opinion, vet one of the better NXTs I've seen in quite some time. I've said that a couple of times this year. I enjoyed it. Did Vet enjoy it? Ladies and gentlemen, it is NXT. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, NXT was live September 12th, 2023. One hell of a, they kicked the show off like hot and they ended the show with a shocker. Not this shocker. I'm sure you guys know this shocker. I know. What is it? One in the, one in the stink, two in the pink or whatever. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, NXT kicked the show off with one fucking hell of a match. Ilya Dragunov versus Wesley Vet. What happened today, bro? What happened yesterday or whenever the hell? Yeah. What happened? Well, like you said, they started out with this uh, number one contenders match, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right? That's basically how they set this up. It's like the winner goes on to face Carmelo Hayes, who may or may not have a chance to beat Ilya Dragunov again. Right. Right. Uh, We'll see. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Like, I'm tired. I don't have time to be watching this shit. So my eyes were very much arrested during this. But from what I could hear, it sounded pretty stiff. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. Ilya Dragunov and Wesley have a very similar style when it comes to intensity. It's like they're the same guy, except one guy is stronger and stiff. Well, they're both pretty stiff. Ilya Dragunov is more of the strength guy, I guess, in this match. And Wesley had a little bit more quickness. Um, their styles played off of each other really well. And I'm I'm sorry that you were tired. I, I get it, man. Sometimes it's tough to sit down and watch these things, especially after you've had a long week, long day of work, so on and so forth. I was exhausted last night, but I, I watched this through. But this match was, for me, fantastic i enjoyed it from beginning to end the only thing i kept saying to myself is how the fuck is anyone else going to top this this is a main event this is an nxt main event mm-hmm. um i mean they were they, they were false they were they were good falsies too like i i really did enjoy this match man but Ilya Dragunov, man you know he fucking hits that gimmick you know where he drops the elbow onto onto your throat and then he pins you and this kid kicks out, then he did it again. Because I like the story of Wesley just never fucking giving up. That kid is just like he's he's so intense as well. So you have these two really incredibly intense competitors just bumping heads the entire way. Just boom, boom, boom. It was I loved it. And I know you you probably didn't watch the whole thing. This is a match, guys, that if you're going to watch any wrestling match this week, maybe even this past month, go back and watch it, guys. It it, it was, for me, really, really, really fun to watch. Yeah, I bet. 
Yeah, well, uh, like you said, uh, Wesley kicks out of stuff, and so that makes it a good match. Um, Dragunov beat him, though. It didn't make it a good match. That's not the point. That's not the point. The point is that... Pretty sure that was your point, right? No. Styles styles make matches. And these guys' styles made this a good match to watch. A really good match Well, normally, Wesley just kind of flips at people, and then they fall over. He didn't do that. Yeah, in this this one, it was like they, they started out with like a lot of meat chop they were like punching each other mm-hmm. and fighting back in the corner and chopping and then a guy would like grab the other guy put him in the corner start fighting him so they didn't do a lot of rope running at first and uh that's normally a stuff that wesley just likes to get his shit in so he ended up fighting with dragon off more which you know it sounded like you know something i would have liked if i could open my eyes but um you know in general uh you basically laid it out dragon off wins and Carmelo Hayes comes out and holds a belt at him. So mm-hmm. you can check that off your sports entertainment bingo card. Guys holding belts at other guys as mm-hmm. a character development tool. Uh, Tiffany walks in the parking lot. That's very dangerous for someone of her rich stature to do. We've seen kidnappings in this parking lot. Certainly someone could kidnap a rich white girl for ransom, especially as the champion. So she really uh tested the fates there but apparently everything was, was all right she was fine shanky was yeah. back there oh shanky was oh, yeah he's well. the um he's the, what's the guy that takes the ticket and parks your car the valet the valet yeah so okay. you're fine um all right so uh then they did a package on last week whatever happened off the air with uh wagner and mm-hmm. Braun. like they show this you know uh kind of some stuff they show um some blood on some stairs and they show uh wagner getting stretchered out and they show lots of fans like looking at this like they're 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 like invested in this like this is a thing that happened right um i was thinking something the whole time they were showing this what are the chances i i see i don't know how every time i look at von wagner with the with the, you know, remember how the, the cranium thing and everything sure. like that how could we forget? I was wondering, is that fixable now with our technology? Like, is there something they can do to kind of shave that down or fix it? And they've really gone heavy into his look and, you know, the head and everything like that. Is this, is he good leaving TV? Is he going to be off TV for months, half a year or something like that, vet? And they're going to fix that? Like, shave down the brow? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Comes back with a new look. He's like really gorgeous. You know, he comes. No. Well, you know, you thought it was crazy to ask somebody to get a boob job or whatever to be a wrestler. You know, imagine saying, yeah, just shave your skull down. Sorry, that's Matt. That's uh, Aaron Rodgers being taken off the field. No, it's just Big Ray getting his shit in. Yep. Hell uh, fucking yeah. Corbin GM, walks. GMSI. Uh, whatever. Corbin. And then Corbin enters. It was actually a couple of times where. They actually came back from commercial doing the thing that they went to break on. It was very weird. I was like, are you sure this is NXT? Because you're just coming right back with it. So anyway, yeah. we come back and Corbin makes his little entrance with his pirate video and song about ships and stuff. <laughs> Still don't understand that. But uh, he, he has something to say to Braun. Um, and then they called him out. And if you did you see this coming a mile away, Ray? Just, oh, yeah. And and the reason why is because last week, the way he was so excited about Braun dropping the stairs on Wagner's head, like you knew that he would not come out here and now be disgusted by it. So 
you know, he, but he, he tried to lead you in that direction. Like, I can't believe you did this and all this other stuff no, without actually it saying cool. it. Right. He's a jerk. And he, then, yeah. And then he says last, uh, last week was freaking awesome. You know, uh, I wanted to po- put this up. This was a, a, a tweet by the WWE and they used a term that you saying nothing's changed with the endeavor deal. I beg to differ. Let's read this out here. I'll put this on the screen. Von Wagner is currently being taken to a local hospital yeah. for evaluation, and we will provide an update when available. Hashtag NXT. Mixed martial artists go to hospitals. That's right, brother. Just saying. I'm excited now. Although they have been saying that for a while now. Ba- they just Bobble- can't decide if they want to. Oh, shit. What did I just do here? Oh, no. Okay, I'm back. Are we on? Are we live? Yeah, I'm fine. Baba wants to know, can we transplant some of Triple H's foreheads, forehead uh, hot dogs on Tavon? No, I think we were talking about reducing the protrusion. Eliminate. Or maybe they can add. He's right. Maybe they can add a couple of rolls to even it out. I did notice that uh, uh, Corbin actually called him Junior, which I think I'm the only person that ever... Remember, we yeah. used to—I used to call him that all the time, and I never really heard anybody else do it, but he well, did it. So maybe Baron Corbin's a fan of ChannelAttitude.com. It's well, possible. that's who do you think Retro Rocky Review is? Ah, Retro Rocky Review—it's <laughs> obviously Baron Corbin. You ever notice that he calls you Baron not Corbin a all the Canadian time? Canadian from what? You ever notice that Retro Rocket always says that you're Baron Corbin? Oh, so you think he's trying to like—it's putting two two together, ain't that right, Vince? He's like, yeah, Vince. Okay. Yeah, they, they agree. Uh, anyway, this this breaks down into a slap fight, oddly <laughs> enough, between these two guys. Like you see these two big, you know, hunks of man meat, and then they just start slapping each other. He did um, lay one in, fucking. Yeah, was it, was, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying that, but it was a slap fight. Um, and then security came out and broke up the slap fight. But as we know, Ray, now. Like we've established mm-hmm. what happens when you get into fisticuffs outside of a sanctioned wrestling match, right? Get arrested. So yeah, well, both these guys gotta go now. Right. You have to, you know, get fired. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Uh, you know, everybody in that building should have feared for their life. Um, especially Booker and uh Vic who are right there, you know, to witness all this. Just you know, all the security guards. So we got to Liz, Liz gets it You're fired. Fire. It's a fireable offense. We've proven it now. We, we now have the precedent. So what does Biden have to do with this? No, that's precedent with a C. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, all right. So, um, hmm. Fallon Henley tells the country duo and miles that they've done enough pull-ups. <laughs> And uh, then we come back, and it's actually again, it's the country duo things plus one making their entrance. Tell you, vet, things are changing, brother. Yep, this is Endeavor. Endeavor told yeah. <laughs> told NXT, "Hey, stop going to commercial and then coming back with ten things." Yeah, no, that's exactly what they did. Ari Emanuel did it himself. He sent it an email. Right. He said, right, "Hospital no. and come out of break with what you went to break on." Um. But uh, anyway, whatever. I'm not going to talk about this fucking match. Uh, they they fought the other mine, not the diamond mine, but the other one. Mm. Like the other guys that grab each other for hours in a sweaty, dark, you know, ring. 
And then uh, Dempsey, but uh, Miles Bourne, yeah, Miles Bourne ends up showing his true colors. Like, nope, I was with my guys all along. So, well, there was a point uh, where he had fallen into the arms of Fallon Henley, and there seemed to be yeah. a spark there. Right. So that there may be. Remember, I, I spoke about the shocker earlier. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? So he's just not. He's just not cool with the guys in the country group. Well, Fallon Henley's incredibly hot, so the other two are not that attractive, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Chase, you. Mm, I like um, this vignette. Okay, so they have a little discussion about uh, Thea and what's up with her. She's turning her location off or whatever, so two cuts of can't see like track her on the... Like, they're really going with the full um, parent and child like joke here uh and then um they try to gussy up the nxt kitchen to look like they're at some club Yo, or restaurant or something so at first i thought they were in a club <laughs> but apparently ladies and gentlemen if you guys didn't watch this they take the kitchen area that everybody hangs out in and they put little uh what do you call them? what kind of lights are those like mood lights i guess you would say yeah mood lights music playing and i'm like wait a second why is there why are there cabinets <laughs> i said this to myself, why are there cabinets in this club that's the you really didn't see i didn't realize it. i'm like oh they're, they're supposed to be in a club okay i get it why the cabinets why is there a kitchen sink <laughs> in the back yeah in, just in the refrigerator? you know every club all the hot clubs you know you're <laughs> in new york right you know how it is like <clears throat> got that sink right there by the dj booth these two guys are gonna come talk to us in the kitchen right so they're what guys that are they on level up or are they not even at that oh maybe they deliver maybe they those are the two guys that fill the uh the coke machine the snack machine. oh so the vendors coming in right and yeah and, and then they 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 came to hit on her which jc knew was going to happen right and these they, um, they picked two dorky fucking guys like these yeah. guys are like have no shot anyway right so they'll be making their debut pretty soon yeah uh and then uh yeah, so basically what this the, what ends up happening is uh Thea, you know, kicks him in the balls and it complete with a a bell sound effect. Uh can, can I tell you this segment would have been okay if they didn't add the comedy part to it. If Thea Hale and this girl just like fucking just railed at them verbally. Because the thing is that the, the mean girls, usually mean girls, they don't really attack you physically. They attack you emotionally. They attack you up here in your brain. So if they, you know, made fun of the guy's penis or something like that or whatever, and, you know, that would have been, and the guys walked out. But no, they fucking physically attacked these two dudes. It, it, it was really fucked up, this segment here for me. And the bell sound effect. Like, there was a bell sound no, effect? You didn't hear that? And I saw him kicking Dude, him in the kicks, balls. She kicks him in the balls and it makes the ding sound like oh, you're playing God. a fucking Nintendo 64 wrestling game. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't. Yeah. And there was music that. underneath this the whole time. I know you're thinking there was supposed to be a club. No, no, no. It was this. They put music under this. And then when the girls got violent, they changed it to like rock music. Cinematic kitchen <laughs> music. Yeah. This was absolutely the shits. And i think thea should be fired because she just put her hands on these guys who all they did was come and talk to her so that's fireable goodbye thea you don't have to worry about chase you anymore because you're fired no Can't dogs just... involved right no dogs i don't think so no actors kids i miss larry the dog 
Anyway, I know Larry's. Uh, Dana Brooke and her. Speaking of dogs, I don't watch this. Uh, Lyra versus Dana. Um, so after Dana rightly loses, uh, she lunges. She like goes. She does the handshake, right? (laughs) And she lunged. She lunged Zane Vicious, okay? That was funny. She lunged at uh, Lyra as she was leaving after the handshake, and Kalani saved her job. She just grabbed her around the waist and was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Whoa, whoa, Lyra's whoa, like, whoa, Lyra whoa. looked at she was like, what the fuck? Are you, are you about to jump me and get oh, fired? Hold on, bro. What? There was another wrestler. I'm not going to mention his name. Let's just call him Phil. Apparently mm-hmm. lunged at one of the owners of this other second-rate company. Oh, you and don't. He say. got well. He got fired because, you know, the, the owner of the second rate company felt unsafe, like he was gonna. So that's enough. This is enough for her to get fired. Just lunch. Well, nobody. I, I guess you're right. I mean, come on. I don't know. Was the report that did anybody grab, uh, Punk around the waist when he lunged? Because if they didn't, I could see how. She, she lunged, bro. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll see. So, how how many? How many are we up to? Um, three firings. Four. I think. Three, four firings. I think. Chat. Well, do we fire JC? Did JC put hands on the guys, or was that just the JC? JC was involved as well. She was involved okay. with Jace. So Corbin and Braun both have to get fired. Right? They're fired. Okay. JC Jane and and Via and JC. That's four. That's four. Right. And now Dana lunged and she didn't get anything, but we're still going to go with the firing, right? Like you can't lunge. Yep. Soon. All we're going to have is that big gay, that big gay black dude that wrestles, that never wrestles on TV anymore. Oh, he's getting fired. Be the world. No, he'll be the world champ. He'll get fired though. You can't bro. It's racist to fire a big gay dude. (laughs) Gay is a race. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, so yeah, before we before we get fired, um, oh, yeah. Mackenzie's with uh, Eddie Thorpe, and uh, she's just saying, "Hey, man, <clears throat> everything about you really sucks right now." And then, uh, yo, then Dijak comes up on the screen, and he's in he's at Eddie's campsite whipping a tree with a belt. Like this is a real thing that actually this made air. Like this man took his belt off, and at first I thought, is he just gonna piss all over? That's he, what I he's thought. He's just going to whip it out and take a piss because he starts unbuckling his belt. Instead of pissing on the campground, which is what you would think, right? he pulls the belt out of his pants and starts whipping like a nearby tree. tree with a belt. With a belt. Remember, that, remember in that culture or that, that I guess, religion or whatever it is, they, um, and I don't mean to undermine it, but it's just like, you know, for the Native Americans, you know, all th- living things have spirits. Yeah. So he beat the living spirit out of that fucking tree with a belt. Yeah, but yeah, but I, yeah, but like why that tree? Well, like, that that was the special tree. That's the tree of I don't fucking know. Dude. All, yeah, all I know is like this. The, it probably wasn't even the same place. <laughs> if he would have just turned around with his back to the camera and you heard the sound of urine hitting the floor, that would have been like. And then Eddie Thorpe goes says something. I can't remember exactly what he said to to to. Uh, to his interviewer or whatever her name is but he's like um we'll take this up a little later what <laughs> no you just don't say shit he just whipped my tree yeah you, I, I wouldn't say shit i just look at the camera just just fucking walk away angry 
we'll uh, take this up. We'll continue this uh, this interview a little later on. But yeah, he should have pissed on the floor. That would have been fucking great. Yeah. Well, Liz says, okay, that is a threat of violence. He needs to be fired. What did that tree do to him for Fluff's sake? Good oh, question. Shit. Um, we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to confer with the discipline committee on that one. Um, and Frank's Pickleball says Tatanka should have showed up and beat him for hitting the tree. But see, if he did that, he would have been hired and then fired right on the spot right. for putting hands on Dijak. So it's probably he just he just cut out the middleman and stayed out of it. I think. There, uh, Tyler Bate comes to the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominic and Mello have a conversation mm-hmm. in the back. I like Dominic. What'd you think of this? I just, I like Dominic. He's so stupid. Kind of something about the kid I like. I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, then Mackenzie's uh, in the back with Becky. Mm-hmm. And then Kiana steps in and says, I don't like you, Becky. Mm-mm. And then Becky's like, oh, eh, eh. yeah, nobody cares. There is, there are so many, there are levels to this wrestling thing. And, um, my God, when you see somebody, when you see somebody like Becky Lynch, even just backstage cutting a promo, you could see the different levels. You could see that she's like the fucking PlayStation Five, and fucking uh, Kiana is a fucking Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It's it's. Oh come on, uh, Kiana's at least a PlayStation. A Nintendo, one. a Nintendo. No, right? she's a PlayStation One. Super Nintendo. That's what I'm giving her. She's a PlayStation One. Kiana, Jake. We're talking about Kiana here. All right, fine. Remember, she's two years. What do you, what do you want? That's fair. Yeah. But yes. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you can you can also just imagine like somebody meekly handing Becky a piece of paper and her politely waiting for them to leave before she throws it in the trash. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Axiom versus Tyler. For the uh, Global Heritage Invitational, uh, mm-hmm. the participants of this uh, round robin series are all just quietly sitting in some room. Uh, it's a it's a watch party. Uh, you didn't, you didn't get it's that a watch part? party. Yeah, they said they literally said it was a watch party. That's funny, dude. Is it really though? No. Well, yes, but no. It's the funny that's not that you don't laugh. You're just like. Ugh. Uh, anyway, metaphor is in the lounge. Um, and, uh, this used to be the toxic lounge, but now it's the metal lounge, I guess. And, um, uh, Noam Dar's like got this elephant thing. I think I, do I have that? Do you? Uh, Oh, you don't have it? Okay. Uh, Well, it's not this. This is the only elephant that we need to see in regards to NXT. That's That's scary. Yeah. He's so awesome. anyway, yeah. So Noam's in this like it's one of those things. It's like the pants are like the front feet of the elephant or whatever, and there's like an it's like an inflatable something. I don't know how you describe this thing. I, I have it, but it just won't load. It is, it is what it is. What do you got? Though? It's fine. If you saw it, you saw it. Tyler Bate won the match. Uh, did you have any thoughts on Axiom versus Tyler Bate? Um, I mean, yeah, you had Dragon versus uh, Wesley. You can't have two of those matches. And they tried their best. Uh, there's something I noticed about <clears throat> real quick. Gary is he is he making two fists? He doesn't like want to fight. I never noticed that. Uh, well, I, like, better, I better set him down before he gets fired. He looks yeah. I don't want Gary to get fired. Um, no, it was a fine match between these two guys, and I think I think 
I noticed something. Um, is it just me or everybody was wrestling for their life tonight? Did you feel that that? that oh my! Were- well, my eyes were definitely closed during this. Like they they fluttered during the uh, opening match, you know. So I did catch some of it. This was full on. I am resting my eyes. I got work pretty soon. <laughs> I feel that they were um, like a lot of the competitors in in tonight's show were going above and beyond. Uh, were really trying hard does that make sense like it, they're, tra- it they're seemed, trying to impress the new bosses <laughs> almost like they were trying to save their jobs if that makes any sense I, I don't know if that makes any sense to you that's well of I, course it makes sense but are we just like do we okay let me ask you this do we have anything on this whole they're gonna close down nxt thing or is that just people speculating on what would what would be a cost-cutting measure that's speculation i don't think they're gonna they're gonna ever close down nxt I, I I don't think. And by the way, here's the thing I was trying to upload. Yeah, that's no Gary, my friends. That is not Gary, even though this made me laugh. God, that girl has a great fucking body. Both of them. Anyway. Um I don't know. I, I now what I what I do think may happen when NXC vet is I think it'll be a peacock exclu- exclusive. In other, in other words, instead of watching it on USA. We just have to have the the network. To That's watch weird. It Why do you say that? Because it's USA that wanted the content. I mean, NXT was streaming on uh, the network, and it was USA that was like, "Hey, we need more wrestling shows." <laughs> we got some breaking news here. I'm not going to put the breaking news. It says uh, PWI Inside uh, Insider reports. Uh, that WWE president and CFO Frank A. Riddick will depart the company. Excuse me, who? I don't know who this guy I is. I've never heard this name in my entire life. This guy right here. This is a courtesy of. No one's ever seen that. Jimmy. No one's that ever. Up. That man doesn't exist. That's an AI generated image. You, you serious? I don't know. He looks real. I've never seen him. I never heard of him. Is that Al Franken? <clears throat> Actually. No. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna cut this Riddick guy and uh, and everybody. Everybody's <laughs> that's, where, that's where that's where we're cutting. Everybody else can stay. <laughs> I really don't think NXT is going anywhere, to be honest with you. But anyway, uh, Tyler Bate wins this match. It was it was solid. Uh, he should have won, and uh, and uh, people the the fans were going uh, into business for themselves, uh, chanting uh, Power Ranger at Axiom. So. Uh, good news. Oh. Kel- Kelly Kincaid appears. Who? Um, mediocre news. She interviews Butch. Mm. So Butch isn't allowed to really talk on SmackDown, but he gets to talk here. And I don't know. Do you think it's better one way or the other? I like Butch. He's all right. Okay. Uh, then Tiffany does Stevie Richards Fitness. And then the Creed brothers come out with Ivy. And then Joe Gacy and Ava touch a tree. And then Trick uh, watches the tree touching on a tablet. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, these guys are touching trees. And then Mello comes in. Mm-hmm. And Trick's like, hey, I could uh, get your back. And he's like, nah. Nah. 
I'm good. I'm going to let you do your own thing. I'll let these guys beat me up. I'll let Judgment Day kick my ass. I, I, I don't need your help, Trick. Sorry. But we're cool, though. We'll always be cool. We're always Trick Mellow Gang. Except when I have a match that's going to potentially be four-on-one. Then I don't need you. But other than that, we're cool. I love the writing on this show. It's just so brilliant. Well, it's just so how everybody would act in real life, you know? The reason why Mellow doesn't want fucking Trick Williams is obvious. is because, you know, he doesn't want there to be any excuses if he wins or loses. He wants to do it all on his own. But at the same time, he's kind of fucking, you know, he's making his boy feel like his boy is not really his boy. Like he doesn't need his boy. When, in fact, it's not, it has nothing to do with their friendship. I get where they're going with it. It's just a weird way to go about it. So but let's talk about it. Trick Mellow Kane. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, Of all the people that should have got fired tonight, Wesley voluntarily takes his name out of his locker, throws it in the trash, and packs it in. So he's like, you know what, Endeavor? I'll save you the time. Yeah, I know I'm I'm fired anyway. Yeah. I'm fired anyway. So he finds, you know what? And this, this is another thing I enjoyed about this with that, with that whole story. Because, like I said, remember, Dragon, uh, what's this, uh, Dragon off and him. Um, both like these guys are unshakable. These guys have fucking, but this finally he's done. He's broken. Yes. <gasps> Is it going to be a broken Wesley? Okay. Maybe. Uh, so speaking of fired, uh, enough blade versus the creeds. Oh, I can't wait till those two fucking jobbers get fired. Can't wait. The Lotharios are in the nest. Uh, the family's backstage watching. I got something to say about this. Um, okay, well, I'll skip to the end first. Uh, mm-hmm. Creed's win. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, afterwards, the football guys attack Hank and Tank, who are out there watching, so you know what happens here. Sure. Before they even get a real chance. Food fight. Fired. Fired. They all fired. Everyone's fired. I mean, if you fight back, you should get fired, right? Or do they just get suspended for defending themselves? Which one? Which one is the one with the t- that did the, the, the fake tattoo? I, I mix them up all the time. I'm not talking about them right now. I'm talking oh. about the fired people. Well, they're fired. So, what, what do we have to talk about them? Yeah, you're right. Okay, it was it was uh, Idris Anofe, which is ah, that piece of shit. Not right. even close to his real name. Ray's still harboring the, the oh. anchor from getting worked. So let me just um, say this, Kaz. You ready? Kaz, you ready? Idris Anofe. You fucking arrogant prick. Not only do you go into business for yourself on social media putting a fake tattoo, but you bury your tag team partner. What are you talking about? Well, what am I talking about? Well, let's talk about it. You come out looking like a fucking bag of Skittles, like an idiot. You're in a tag team. You guys have always wore more or less matching gear. But no, now you got to fucking stick out with your stupid haircut, your terrible perm, your goddamn stupid trunks that look like they were dipped in shit pathetic you are pathetic and i feel bad for malik blade because we all know that he's the athlete out of you two guys i said it before and i said it again the best you will ever do is contend for a developmental tag team title good luck in your future in endeavors man i hope i hope they save malik blade idris you go fuck yourself 
your stupid macho man gear, fake macho macho. Even Booker T was like, ho, 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 look at this fool coming down looking like a bag of Skittles. <laughs> you got to listen. listen. Listen to Booker T. This is what I love about Booker T on NXT. You can tell when Booker T says certain things, what really, uh, what people really think of certain certain people on that program. And he's always shitting on Malik Blade, but mostly Idris, Idris Elba, whatever the fuck his name is. Always shitting on Booker T went on his podcast and called him an idiot for the tattoo thing, too, and got worked. Oh, he did? I'm, I'm saying I bet. I'm pretty so sure. He's still, just like you, he's still mad and he won't let it go. Well, yeah. and sh- we should never let it go because he did it to himself. He, and no, he again, did it to you. He did it to you. All. No, he did it to you, but and and again, going into the bit like you're in a tag team. Why are you doing so much to stick out? Is it because we have new owners in WWE? Everybody fighting for their job? Eh? I'm a I'm a Malik Blade guy. Well, in fairness to poor Idris, fuck Idris. Fuck isn't him. it just the fact that you're still mad after all this time that you got worked? I'm not mad. Okay, no. Here's my real point. Isn't it? it would it? Would it, do you think um, that this was another case of like? Because <laughs> he was he was kind of doing his own thing, like when they totally. first started out, right? <clears throat> and then and then he then the, do you think it's one of those like? Well, you're a black guy and you're a black guy, so you should Oof. be a tag team, right? Like, do you think that's how this whole thing got started? Possibly. You know, it's like possibly. But I think I think Idris and Ofe probably saw uh, an old TNA video of this guy. What's his name doing the the the, the black machismo gimmick, mm-hmm. and said, "I want to be the black machizo of uh, NXT." But you can't. You have no charisma. Hmm. You're an idiot. So okay. kick rocks, Chief. Uh, we have a Bex and Lyra reunion. Who? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind watching those two go at it. And then have a match? No match. Mm. Uh, well, here's another two you might not mind. Because Lola and Electra come into the locker room and confront Roxy. Yo, Lola's uh, good. That's a good-looking woman. Bro. <laughs> yeah. this, uh, man, they were talking. Okay, yeah. Go ahead, get it all out of your system. I'm just saying, she's like, mira, que lo que es. <laughs> Dímelo, loquita. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that's uh, that's Lola you're talking about, right? Si. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, so Roxanne's saying something about a women's breakout tournament, and then they come in and are like, shut up, little girl. Yeah. She's like, don't tell me to shut up. She's like, cállate. Yeah, do you think Roxanne was much better in this, right? Like, it definitely seemed like she improved her being mad at people's skills well when, when she does the whole you know I, I have i have fear problems or whatever the fuck it was anxiety right. yeah, takes yeah. off to shut the fuck up yeah. but this roxanne yes yeah but, it went from like a d minus to like a c plus i think from, uh, from right here and yeah that's very fair moving in the right direction right because she's so she's so cute She's so cute. She's such a good-looking girl. She needs to have that edge to her to make her, you know, more believable, I think. Um and she showed it there. She needs to stick with that. Like that I'd like, "All right, fuck this shit" kind of attitude. Um so yeah, good good call on that uh, veteran. 
Okay. Um, and then we, uh, you know, no, nobody, uh, nobody touched here, so nobody gets fired. Everybody luckily kept their jobs in this. They kept it to verbal only. Mm -hmm. Um, then next is another global heritage invitational, Mm -hmm. uh, Nathan Fraser versus Akira Tanahashi. What? Yeah. So Tazawa, what do you got to say about this one? (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah. He's a really good wrestler. I, I really like Tazawa. But I'm looking at this kid, I'm like, ah man, this guy needs to be he needs to be back in Japan. He looks like a million dollars. He's a great like I this is a match I'm watching. I'm like, God damn, this these are two guys that if the WWE had a legit cruiserweight division, they'd be two stars. Like they like they if only they ever had. I wonder if they had it's ever done shame. that before. I think they should maybe even have their own show, you know, like Well, that was dumb. But I, I didn't mind the cruiserweight division, bro. I really didn't. And Akira Tozawa, just like I said, he, you know, the kid's tan. You know, he's nice and tan. He's fucking ripped. Um, I, I like the way he verbalizes during the match. You know, when he's doing like like a belly to back suplex, and he's just fucking intense, man. I forgot how good he was, and he's he's crisp. I don't know if I'm explaining it well. I just like him a lot. Um, he's but, been involved in a few with the Miz lately. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, what I was gonna have you did you ever as, as a side note did you ever see did you ever go to an event where they were doing like a two hundred five live match taping? No, like you know how they would stick oh, it in like on, on Raw, like there'd be certain matches on Raw that were like two hundred five live, and yeah, did did you ever or, or cruiserweight matches basically? Did you no, ever see them do that? It was it was this guy that he's in uh fucking uh TNA now he's an Impact. What's his name? Uh. The little guy that quit WWE, the black kid, Leo Rush. Yeah, I saw a Leo Rush cruiserweight title match. Uh, cruiserweight yeah, match. so weirdly, they like they tape the ropes purple during the commercial break, like when the lights are out and everything's dark. They have all these people come in, and they like tape over mm-hmm. the red tape yes. on the ropes with purple yep. mm-hmm. for like you know all twelve ropes, and then they just then they come back and tape over red again when yep. they're done with the crew, like. Mm-hmm. You seriously made people do that? Yeah. You can see these guys are cruiserweights. You don't need purple ropes. What the hell's you, wrong with you? You need them. All right. So mm-hmm. uh, Kelly Kincaid is back. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's good news. That is. Good Unfortunately, news. she's interviewing Joe Coffey. Oh fuck. So that's bad news. That's bad news. But then Duke Hudson steps in, so that's like medium news. That's, I think it's pretty good news. I like Duke Hudson. He's All MVP. Right. He's MVP, and he's also going to add a new nickname to his list. What's that nickname, Ray? Grayson Waller. <laughs> Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp. Yeah, he said he said something. I don't remember. Waller. I didn't write it down, but he said he said he was going to give himself. Somebody in the chat probably knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky and Tiffany walk, mm-hmm. um, and then we come back with uh, Mackenzie. So um, I guess Endeavor stopped paying attention at this point. Everybody went back to the old come back with different stuff thing mackenzie's with ali and then dragon lee comes in and he's like sup holmes and ali's like hello i'm a Hi. politician mm-hmm. and he tries to babyface dragon lee and say he'll get the first shot when he becomes the new north american champion and dragon's like uh, i'm not done with him or yeah. something yeah ow uh and then wesley gets tmz uh and mm-hmm. then he goes home uh, with his wife that's waiting there, 
or whatever. And then GG Dolan attacks Blair Davenport and I mean that gets fired, right? Like she's fired. Sure. You can't just attack Blair Davenport and slam Damn, her. How many firings country. is that now? We gotta be coming up on ten firings or something something like that. A lot of opportunity for you young kids in NXT. Right. You know, Before all these all these spots. Down. Yeah, all these spots opening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is it? Uh this is it. This is the main event. Main and event. uh main camp. <laughs> and uh we uh you know this I did watch this. Um so I, I wrote down a question. Oh, okay. Okay, Ray, and I'm gonna ask you the question. All right, let me get my position here. All right, go. Yeah, get get in your question answering position. Is Tiffany back? She's back. I think she's back. But okay. Well, go ahead and expound upon that, and give your thoughts on the overall match and everything else you'd like to say about this closing of this episode of NXT, please. Uh, I think Tiffany's definitely back. Uh, but then again, you know she's getting the rub off of Becky Lynch. She's working with a world class professional wrestler, somebody who's been there and done that, uh, wrestled in front of thousands and thousands of people in the biggest events i mean fuck she's main evented some of the biggest events in the world with that being said um i loved this match for a couple of reasons uh, uh if i'm correct rick rip rogers rip rogers your teacher always speaks about the threat of violence mm-hmm. what am i talking about the entire match becky lynch is threatening with the disarm her the entire match and tiffany always seems to fucking slip out of it to a point that whenever she got to disarm her on tiffany stratton people would start going crazy because they thought it would be the finish but tiffany always found a way to just barely be close enough to the ropes or kind of turn it around there were there was one miscue but i i but it's again tiffany stratton's only been in the business what now less than three years Um, the entire match, I'm sitting down watching this thing, vet, and I'm saying to myself, how are they going to screw Becky Lynch out of this? Is somebody going to do a run in, um, and get fired and get fired? Absolutely. Um, will, will a dog be involved? You know, perhaps Larry, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, will the lights go out? Will fucking, uh, what's her name? Nia Jack. So I'm, I'm thinking a thousand and one things. And Becky Lynch wins. The one thing you didn't think. I I did not. And and I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, let me get my question answering position. Tell me when you're ready. Okay, go ahead. Did at any point you really believe Becky Lynch was going to win this title? Honestly, you really did? Yes. And I'll tell you what that point was. All right. It was right at the point when I made the mistake of opening social media before I watched the match and saw Becky posing with the belt. Damn it. And then I was like, you know what? I think she might be able to pull this off. Uh, I didn't think they were going to put, I didn't think they were going to do that. And in fairness, you know, uh, I mean, so many people steal wrestling belts. I mean, she could have just stole it and not won it. So I tried to hold out hope that, you know, well, now, who in, who in this roster is going to take the belt off of her? Exactly. 
and the only way they can do this is if it's some type of weird fatal four way or triple or triple threat. There was yeah. nobody. There was no woman on this roster, except for maybe Lyra. And this is why I think, I think, I think uh, Tiff. They were. Ahead, do you think they were setting that up? Yeah, I think okay. this is this is a transition here. <clears throat> I think I think, and I, I don't think she's ready yet. But maybe the WWE may be thinking that Tiffany's ready to go up to the main roster. This was my thing. They wanted the, they wanted to maybe perhaps have a work with Becky Lynch. Drop the title. She goes to the main roster now. Um, and Lyra Valkyria. Lyra Valkyria? Lyra. Let's just call Lyra. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is her moment to, you know, take claim as the best in this independent promotion. I think she is the best. I really do. I think Lyra is the best wrestler, um, female wrestler, or wrestler overall. She's really that fucking good. Um... I, I I was shocked. I, I sat here because by the time I got home, I took a shower, sat down to watch the main event, had my little glass of wine and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, they really fucking they, they really went through with this. So I, I don't think Becky is going to have this title for long. She'll probably drop it at the next pay-per-view. Was it No Way Out? What is it? What are they calling it? Uh, no Mercy? No Mercy, right? Yeah. Yeah. She'll probably drop it. No Mercy. Um, You know, again, this match was really good, but it's it's all Becky. And mm. and oh, so go ahead. Do you, do you think? Uh, oh well, you know i I would I would imagine that there was a lot of input on what the match was supposed to be from Becky. Um, I don't think there's anybody there that's going to tell her no. We're not going to do this if she has ideas. Uh, so she may have had uh, an outline for the way she wanted this to go. However, the execution thereof, not necessarily the best. There was a lot of sloppiness in this match. Um, some good and some bad. Like, it's okay to be sloppy in the sense that you look like you're struggling and not everything's like a right. choreographed routine. However, there is also the sloppiness of like the moves aren't coming off and you blow the timing on a couple of things. Um there was at least one spot with the pin that I was quite sure. What with the pin? No, Where Becky was supposed to pin her. Oh, okay. There was a weird no, no, spot no. There. There's so, there's something else that you probably didn't see because you say you normally don't watch the picture and picture stuff. I don't at all. So there was a spot where Becky was supposed to come off the ropes and Tiffany was going to pick her up and do kind of like a, I don't know, like some sort of a sidewalk slam or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And Becky didn't get up for it. Oh. So they so she she ended up like punching her a couple times and then they did they ran the spot again and she she got it. But that was on Becky. And I could have sworn, you know, like if I if I know wrestlers like I think I do, I'm sure Becky was like when she was punching Tiffy, she was probably like, sorry, let's go again. You know, like that kind of thing. So there was just a little bit. Tiffany, to me, mm-hmm. we dragged her a couple of times because she's sandbagged or whatever or just hadn't been herself or you know whatever was going on with her who knows what was going on it could just been a bad night she could have got some personal issues who a a nagging injury something could we don't know why but we just know that's not the tiffany that we had been used to seeing and who we had been she wasn't getting tiffy tiffy top yeah she wasn't at the tiffy top so 
Um, this one, I think she, her form looked a lot better than it has. And part of that is because what you said, like, I got to be in here with the first woman to main event of WrestleMania. So I better step it the fuck up. Mm -hmm. However, the question is, does she really realize that like in her youth in the business, does she get the magnitude of what she's into? Or did somebody have to psych her up and give her the pep talk? Like, listen, you're in there with Becky Lynch or did Becky come in and say, Hey, let's go out there and kill it. And it gave her like there some confidence. There I don't I think Becky wouldn't be like, uh, look kid, you know, you know who you're dealing with here? No, no, but she would be the kind of person to like be the encouraging, you know, she knows what this position is like. She was there before. So she's going to help her through it. And I think to be honest, and you, you guys know, I'm a Becky fan. I don't get to talk about her much because she's on the other shows and she doesn't make NXT appearances. So, you know, I'm a fan, but you don't really get to hear me talk about her, but you also know I'm a fair guy. So just cause I like you doesn't mean I'm not going to criticize you. And Becky was kind of bad in this for whatever reason. Mm. Uh, maybe it's cause she's not working as much. I thought she had a great cage match with Trish at payback. Don't Phenomenal. get me wrong. But on this night, maybe just a little bit off. Well, she's um, never worked. Maybe she felt like before. she's got something to prove. Because now it's not like a huge stadium where you can just block people out. Now it's like an intimate room. You know, they can hear and see everything you're fucking doing. So it is it is a little bit more um, you know, like nerve-wracking in a just a different way. The pressure can be different. So maybe Becky put a little pressure on herself and underdelivered while Tiffany put the pressure on herself and overdelivered. And they even themselves out. Yeah, so it was just it wasn't the the prettiest match in the world, but I liked what the match was supposed to be. I guess is the yeah. way to say it. Okay. Um. So yeah, but the crowd liked it. So that was another key thing. They were into it. Um. The only thing that they they did that was besides that other spot I mentioned that was that was really bad, and this was on Tiffany. Uh. There's a spot, if you remember, like towards the end where she goes over to Becky and like pie faces her while she's selling. Mm -hmm. And then you see her like look at Becky for a second and then she just like lays down and starts selling. Like you just pie faced Becky and now you're, you act like you're, you're selling, like you just got a headache and you had to lay down. Mm -hmm. So what happened was, I'll tell you what happened in case you know what I'm talking about, but you don't know why. Mm -hmm. Becky told her the next spot. And she did it too soon. Becky wanted her to sell more. But once you go over there and you, you do it too early, you can't go back to selling now because you messed up. Man. So when, when Becky was like, not yet, not yet, she probably said something like, not yet, not yet. Cause she wanted the moment to like, you know, Resonate. let the moment breathe, you right. know, like sell, stay selling. And, and Becky get, and no, Tiffany came over and shoved her and then just collapsed. Like, Oh, and it's like, oh God, no, you, it's too late. At that point, you just got to go into the spot. You can't. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Um, with a tear in my oh, eye. Yeah. Uh, so that part was like, oh God, but, um, you know, that was on live TV. So that sucked. I felt bad for him. But other than that, it, the, the, the people liked it, you know, Becky's the new champ. It was fun. Um, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. And, and, and. I spent my, <clears throat> uh, it's going to sound corny, but I was smiling though in the entire match, just watching like, ah, oh, you know, this is cool. This is nice. This must be, and I, and I kept saying to myself, man, this must be so much fun for the people that are there watching live. Listen, 
uh, whether you're a fan of Becky Lynch or not, she's an all-time great. She is. She really fucking is. And um, she's a mom now. She's a, you know, she's a wife. And she's, uh, she's a WWE Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, in my opinion. That girl is really fucking good. And, um, you know, I, 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 and I get what you're saying. Like, you know, but Becky Lynch never wrestled this girl. Mm-hmm. They never wrestled. This is the first time they've and, ever wrestled. And and just for the people in the chat saying she lost a step since she had a kid, the kid's got nothing to do with it. If mm-hmm. she lost a step, it's because she's not been on the road working like she had been yeah. when she was the man and was supposed to be the face of the women's division mm-hmm. and doing all that work. Now they're just like she's out there doing like she's out there drinking lemonade or having to do long promo spots with Trish yeah. Stratus for no reason to kill time on the air. So you don't get, as, as Chael Sonnen says, you don't get better at something by not doing it. So that's what it is. It wouldn't matter how many kids she had. Mm-hmm. You could still go out there and be good. It's, but it's the lack of reps that she's been getting and the way they've been using her, which is a bigger issue now because exactly like what is Becky doing in NXT? Like, they're having to figure out ways to avoid her being in the big programs that you would expect her to be. Why wouldn't she be going up against Rhea Ripley right now? They don't have an answer for you. So they've just got to ship her down to Florida until they can figure something out. Right. Let me put it, let me put this in terms that maybe people will understand who never had been any type of athletic. Um, Cause I could say, Oh yeah. It's like, you know, being playing competitive baseball, you know, you could be the best hitter in baseball. But if you have an injury and you're off for a month, guess what? You gotta you gotta go back and practice and get into the cage and kind of you know get that swing back. But I'll even put it to you in 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 terms that you would understand if you, even more. Uh, for those that just have jobs, you know, how many of you guys have had you know a two week vacation or even a week vacation? You're off of work for a week and that first day back even though you've done this job for 20 years, it's just, it's a little off. You're not on your game. You know, Oh, I forgot this. I forgot to send this email. Ah, shit. I didn't make this, you know, add this attachment that I usually do all this type of shit. Um, with wrestling, it's a hundred times more. And I'm not speaking from much experience, but I'm sure that it's, you know, it's something that you have to do all the time. It's like a wrestler that hasn't wrestled for a year. Um, and tell me if I'm wrong with this, because I've heard this from dozens of wrestlers and even my father uh, would used to tell me, you know, when you take time off, your body has to start getting used to taking that those bumps again. You know, it's a shock to your body. To, uh, you know, your body becomes calloused to to being slammed on that mat or 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 dropping, you know, violently onto that mat, which is not soft. Um, am I am I incorrect with that vet? No, it's it's absolutely true. The longer you're off, the more it it uh, sucks to go back into that, because you do. It's it's one of the reasons why there's a high rate of injury, even for people that don't do daredevil type stuff. They're just they're working less now. You know, even if you're in the okay. WWE, which probably has the most grueling schedule, you're really only doing three four days a week, and you know, in the territory days, you do like seven. You know, so it's like those guys they could do that because they're constantly doing it and they work Mm -hmm. out ways to Mm -hmm. get around just having to take a bunch of crazy bumps now you work once a week maybe you take crazy bumps 
you know, that sucks trying to go back to that. You can't get good at doing this once a week. And this is why, you know, people shit, they really shat on Seth Rollins when he, when he injured Sting with the buckle bomb. Right. But if Sting was a little younger and if Sting had been competing on, on a weekly basis, like he was, you know, back in the day, that buckle bomb would have probably just been another bump, another bump on, on his card. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, he was injured and he was never this. Well, he was this not the same for quite some time. He had to get used to it and start wrestling a little more and more and more. Now he's in AEW. I can't believe I'm saying this thing is still going at it um but anyway vet um all in all vet uh as as uh you know in the description i said you know on paper this looks to be like one hell of a show a pretty good show man uh did you think that it was a good show oh this episode yeah not really no Hmm. no maybe better than some but uh still you know, especially with how many people should be fired now. Like, yeah, well, we're 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 at ten, so yeah, so it's ten I'll spots open. I'll clear up some cap space, so to speak. All right, my friend, uh, why don't you put your stuff over and uh, where you where are we gonna where are we gonna find the vet this week? Well, you're gonna find me uh, in all the usual places on social media uh, at Opinion Haver on all of those, and uh, as mentioned before the impact attack every monday at 6 30 p.m pacific 9 30 p.m eastern if you want to join us live which you should uh even if you don't watch impact don't let that be a reason why you don't join us in fact let that be the reason you do join us like i don't watch impact so i'll go listen to them instead we'll make a lot more fun to watch than impact is you're gonna hear me uh disrespect some legends on this week's episode (laughs) uh so haven't listened yet sound yeah there's a teaser there's a teaser for you channelattitude.com um tommy dreamer will not confirm or deny who (laughs) you'll just have to tune in and find out um but uh i think uh i make my case strongly enough that it'll all make sense in the end uh you know, I I tend to uh, hang out with the PWC boys on Wreckage uh, mm-hmm. because I got to wait for them to go off before I go live on Twitch, so might as well. Um, and uh, it's fun to talk to Chris Ams, which is uh, Lambs and Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning, and Jimmy T um, when he's, you know, so sick that I make him laugh and he coughs harder and then he gets sicker and it's a horrible cycle, but it's a terrible cycle. Happy, to, happy to do it for him. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can find me on, um, well, you won't always find me on actual wrestling with Rip Rogers every Friday, but I'm always referenced on this show in some form or fashion. They're going to say something about concrete baby or, you know, how I know everybody in the state of California. And these are running gags that you would only understand if you had seen some of our past interactions. So check out wrestling with Rip Rogers and check out the clips that they've been uh, putting up from their interview with gerald briscoe a two-hour interview with gerald briscoe that's available for members but if you're 
a cheapskate. You're not giving money to Rip Rogers. You're not paying your dues to Rip Rogers. You can see the clips, such as stories about Danny Hodge or mm-hmm. crazy uh, sex stories from the road. Mm-hmm. Go check out YouTube Wrestling with Rip Rogers for those clips right now. And speaking of clips, speaking of channels, and speaking of YouTube, and speaking of wrestlers, and speaking of crazy, Stevie Richards. Oh, my God. What about Stevie Richards? Stevie Richards is putting out videos at a rate at which I can't even keep up. It's like he 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 just did one about you know the moment that Bret Hart's career ended. I watched that. That was really really cool. Right. This was well after he had formed the greatest trio of all time with Hollywood Hogan and Stevie Ray at Fall Brawl '98. Um, uh, but yes, we all remember uh the kick what are the subscriber count up to 51 point what is that 51.8 51.8 my god last time we looked it was in the 40s it's steadily climbing up up and further up so you can help him climb up up and further up by subscribing to stevie richards wrestling analysis for free and hey while you're checking out stevie richards just check out stevie richards fitness subscribe to that for free don't cost you nothing you just click one button that says subscribe and then you're there and he has a higher number so that's great and if you if that's not enough for you patreon is there with exclusive content on his wrestling analysis channel early access for some of the youtube content but completely unique content for the paying of fans including answering your questions and comments coming soon so that's a little sneak uh, preview for what's going on patreon stevie richards check him out very cool vet uh hey man a big shout out to my boys at the pro wrestling reflection uh this week they are going the route of the spotlight they're going to be spotlighting one of the greatest tag teams in pro wrestling history and a lot of people uh say it's their favorite wrestling tag team i think um it's funny because i think strangler actually put up a question like who's your favorite wrestling tag team mine uh personally has always been the road warriors the legion of doom oh okay Uh, who's your favorite tag team well as you mentioned earlier it was the quebecers are my favorite quebecers okay so easy i don't even know how you would think of the road warriors when you've got the quebecers in contention well easy peasy lemon squeezy but this week the professional wrestling uh what am i saying the pwr the pro wrestling reflection will be spotlighting boom who is it oh the british bulldogs so they're going to be talking about the history of the british bulldogs the breakup how they got together uh, what happened to them after the fact Uh, davy boy smith the dynamite kid awesome 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 podcast and later tonight at 7 p.m eastern standard time join me and april hunter for the a show yes you get what you voted for uh, this is uh one of the top stories uh one of the top people um she uh she's uh she was like hey yeah defund the police you know who needs cops there they suck and then she got carjacked and that is an actual picture of her after the carjack that she put up on social media and now she's a big fan of the police and wants us to have more police even though she's been saying police suck for two years so we'll talk about that and other stories we got donald trump we got bezos we got elon musk so much fucking conversation it's gonna be me and the absolutely gorgeous april hunter and ladies and gentlemen it is september 13th but yesterday was my beautiful wife's birthday jennifer my love happy birthday i love you so much and uh you know what i'm doing this friday i'm taking friday off and we're gonna go out we're gonna go get drunk and we're gonna eat and hopefully i get laid 
or she gets laid. It's her birthday gift. Yeah, giggity, giggity. Uh, probably not. We're old. Um, but uh, yeah, man, happy birthday to my wife. Uh, Twenty five looks great on her, and uh, you know, thank you guys for you know all the social media posts and stuff. Happy birthdays! And so she saw all of it. Um, she's very shy with that stuff. Not like me. She just put up one little thing. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. You know, but uh, she was very, uh, very, very uh, taken aback by all the love by people she doesn't even know. Um, and she appreciated it. So thank you guys uh, for making her birthday extra special. But her birthday week continues this Friday. It's like WrestleMania. You don't just have one birthday. You have like a whole you have like a whole week of events. Right? And then the actual birthday is a two-night event. Do you remember how back in the day we just had one birthday? I didn't even have birthday parties. We were so poor. Um, and it went from birthday, uh, birthday to birthday weekend my birthday weekend and then went from birthday weekend to birthday week and now it's birthday month yep my born month pretty soon it's gonna be birthday season birthday like, year it's my birthday season uh, anyway vet uh i guess for myself and the vet uh we'll see you next week uh anything you want to say you want to say goodbye to the people goodbye people goodbye people we'll see you next week god willing hopefully it's a a really good nxt better than this week who knows? Maybe they'll fire everyone and there won't be anybody left to put on a show. Oh, I might want to put this up next time. I'm an idiot. Media group. That's Ben Amin. Amin Media Group from Rip Rogers. Go get him and go fuck yourself. My favorite. <laughs>